So this morning, the title of my message is Speak It Out. Speak it out. What words can we use in faith? What are we going to speak out of our lives? And what are we going to speak out in faith this morning? I really hope that this message, I've been praying over it, will really stir your faith to speak those things that are holding us back out of our lives, but also to speak things out in faith. Because as we sung this morning, when we believe in God, as we speak it out in faith, we can believe that he will do it and it will be done. You know, and God's word reminds us many, many times about how things are spoken out. You know, it says the power of life and death is in our tongue. Ooh. In your tongue, in my tongue, we have the ability to speak life into our situation or the ability to speak death over us and over others. You know, I love that the world was spoken into being. God said, let there be light. And there was light. God named each animal. He spoke them into being. You know, God spoke out forgiveness on the cross. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. He spoke forgiveness out into the world. He spoke dry bones and told people, speak these dry bones into life. And they were coming to life. You know, I love even Chalala touched on parables this morning. She's been reading my notes. Chalala. <laughs> but I love that she touched on the parable. Do you believe? Do you want to be healed? And they answered him. They spoke out their healing. They spoke out their belief. And it was done through the power of God. Everything we speak has the power of life or death. And it's not just believing. We've sung this morning, believe, we believe, we believe. But I also believe a part of it is speaking it out, declaring it, letting it be done in your life. You know, and according to Jesus, for faith to operate... It must be released through spoken words. Luke 17 talks about faith as small as a mustard seed. If you say, it says in Luke 17, for that mulberry tree to be uprooted and planted in the sea, it will obey you. Matthew 21 talks about a fig tree withering as Jesus spoke. And told it to wither. But then it goes on in verse one and 21 and 22. It says, if you have faith and do not doubt. Hello. That's the tricky part. If you have faith and do not doubt. Not only can you do what was done to that fig tree. But also you can say to the mountain. 
Go, throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. God, a mountain? That sounds a bit scary to me. Mountain, move. But what I love is that God is, is empowering us and encouraging us that our faith can move things. Our faith, our speaking out can move things in our lives. So my first point this morning is speak it out of your life. Speak it out of your life. You know, Pastor Liam last week shared from Jeremiah. It was really powerful. He looked at Jeremiah 29. He started at verse 12. But as he read on, verse 14 talks about how finding God, when we pray to him, we will find him and we will be taken back from captivity, is what it says in verse 14. So I'm believing this week that that thing that is holding you hostage, that thing that is holding you captive, that thing that you are believing for, that deliverance that you're believing for, that freedom that you're believing for, that brokenness that you want to see healed... I believe that in this week during prayer and fasting, as we speak things out of our lives, we will be set free. I believe that people are going to be free from things that are holding them back. That struggle that's got your thinking, that struggle that is consuming everything you do. As we pray, as we speak it out, This week, I believe that those things are going to be gone from our lives. And God's word encourages us to approach his throne room in confidence so that we can receive mercy and grace. What is that thing? What is that happening situation in your life? where you need to go to God with confidence and believe that you will receive his mercy and grace. I've really been praying into this this week. Well, it's actually been for a few weeks because Pastor Liam's given me a few weeks' notice. But as I was praying, I was saying, God, help us to speak those negative things out of our lives. Help us to speak doubt out of our lives, doubt of the future, doubt of tomorrow, doubt of what's going to happen next. Help us to speak fear out of our lives this week. We will not let fear hold us, but we will speak it out of our lives and replace it with faith. Help us to speak that negativity out of our lives. That inconsistency, the up, the down, the here, the there. Let that be spoken out of our lives. Let that sin, that sickness, that poverty, that pressure, 
Let it be spoken out of our lives this week and let it be healed and gone in the name of Jesus. What's holding you back today? If you take a moment to reflect, what is that thing that is holding you back? Where we need to take that step of faith. We need to speak it out of our lives and replace it with Jesus. Replace it with his word. 2 Corinthians 4.13. It teaches us that our speech reveals what we believe. It says, I believed, therefore I have spoken. With that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. And as I was reading over this last night, I thought, oh, why didn't I include verse 14? Sorry, Wayne. I'm going to add a little extra to this scripture. So 2 Corinthians 4.13, it says, I believed, therefore I have spoken. With that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. And verse 14 goes on to say, Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus. God wants to raise us up out of the things that are holding us back. He wants us to come out of the pit of despair, of trouble, of worry, of doubt, of fear. And he wants us to be raised up to be with him. We release our faith when we declare it. When we speak it out, our faith is released. And the scripture talks about out of the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. What's in our hearts this morning? Is it Jesus? Is it the word of God? Is it his love? Is it his praise? Is it his thankfulness? What is in our hearts? Is it hope? Is it trust? Is it belief in him? Because Romans 10.10 says, For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. What you believe in your heart is expressed through your mouth. And that is what will be produced. Salvation, it says, confess and you will be saved. Salvation is a sign of deliverance. The fact that you know Jesus and have him in your heart is a sign that you are delivered, that you are healed, that you are his child. And if that is you, then you can believe that he will come through for you. That as you speak out in faith, he will come through in your situation. You know, I've actually spoken out many things from my life. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a big believer in this, of speaking things out. 
you know, and many times you'll hear, I've often thought it talked about my negative thinking, how I would think things and all of a sudden I would go down a path with my thinking. It wouldn't leave to it, lead to a positive point. It would lead to a downcast point. You're not good enough, Lisa. Look at who you are. Look at what you look like. Look at what you are not doing. I would go into these negative thoughts and never would they be good. Then one day I got to a point where I just thought, I was on my bed, I remember, this is not helping. This is not how God wants my mind to be. So I actually have to say, negative thoughts be gone in the name of Jesus. Bad thinking be gone in the name of Jesus. And I'm not saying I'm there. I'm saying it's an everyday process. But where I am now to where I was is nothing to do with me. But it's all about Jesus. I spoke that negative thinking and negativity from my life. And I replaced my thoughts with positive things from God. I surrounded myself with people who would encourage me in my thoughts and on my journey. That's what our church family is for. Even nowadays, I still have to speak stuff out. I'm going to get a bit real now. I have to tell myself that I'm not Pastor Liam's plus one. At events I am and I love dressing up and being his plus one for such things. But I have to tell myself, I am not here because of him. I am a little bit because we're married and this is what God's called us to do. But I've had to tell myself, Lisa, you are called here for a purpose, for a plan because you are created in his image. I've had to speak that plus one out of my life. And it's scary. Do I want to be up here preaching? No. I don't love it. I get very nervous and I'm still a little bit like, "Ah." but your encouragement's helping. Thank you. But I've had to say, I knew every scripture under the sun. I am God's masterpiece. I am more beautiful and precious than rubies. I'm designed for a great purpose. But I had to believe it and I had to speak it out. So I'm speaking those negative things, those negative thoughts, that plus one, that no boyfriend for years stuff. And I'm replacing it with things of God. We can speak it out. We can believe it. But we have to see it in action. We can't just say, God, please get rid of that. God, I know that I'm worried, but please take my worry. We actually have to do things. We have to pray. We have to fast. We have to talk to people, tell friends what we're going through. We have to encourage one another. We can't just sit there and go, please, God, help it go away. We've all been there. Prefer to be by ourselves and sort through it. But let us speak it out of our lives. Sometimes it might not happen straight away. 
But I want to encourage you this morning, keep speaking it out. Keep getting rid of that thing. Keep declaring your character will change. Keep declaring that even though you might not see it straight away, God will do it. God will make you better. God will call you to be closer to him. But keep speaking it out. Don't quit, but keep going. So this week, can we speak some stuff out of our lives? When you're praying and fasting this week, speak some stuff out of your life. And second point is speak it out in faith. And as I said, I'm such a big believer in this. If we have faith as small as a mustard seed, things can be changed. Things can move. You know, I'm a really big believer in it. And I think a few examples. You know, when I first graduated from university in Perth, you have an opportunity to do a remote placement. So it means you are hours away from Perth and you do your teaching degree there and you do your prac there and then you get a full-time job and then as soon as you come back after two years, you've got a permanent teaching position where they can never get rid of you. <laughs> but you know what? I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to leave Perth. I knew I was so connected to family and friends. I loved church. I was a part of Global Heart Church back then. And it was such a great church that was growing me, that was helping me, that was, that was giving me lifelong friends. And so I thought, I don't want to do that. I don't, and now they think about it, I don't think God wanted me to do that. Because I wouldn't be here now if I didn't stick around back then. But, so I said to God, I made a bit of a deal. I know, don't judge me, you've all made a little bit of a deal with God. I said, God, I really want to stay in Perth. Can you help me when they offer my placements? Can you help me to put them way, way, way far away from Perth? So then if they were way, way far away, I knew I wouldn't take them. I said, please, God, don't put them half an hour or an hour or two hours away. Because then would I drive every day? Would I live there during the week, come home on the weekends? It was too much for my thinking. So I said, God, I believe I'm going to get a job in Perth. And I'm very simple. I'm a simple person. If God doesn't want it to happen, then he won't let it happen. That's how I kind of see things. So in faith, I spoke it out. My mum and dad were, Lisa, when are you going to respond to your preferences? Da, 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 as parents do. I said, I'm going to stay in Perth. I'm going to be with my family, my friends, my church. And God's going to do something here. So this process goes on for two months. The school term starts in February. And two days before the school term, I'd said no to all the offers. I'd stepped out in faith and believed I'm not going to take those remote areas. Two days before the school term started, I got a job offer. At a Christian school, 
30 minutes from my home. Now, it was part-time. I didn't ask for that, God. I had to stay with my mum and dad a little longer. But then I taught there for one term and then second term it became a full-time position. I was speaking out in faith, believing what I wanted to see in my life and I believe that God wanted the same, as I said to you. If I had left Perth and gone to a remote area, who knows where I would be? Might be married to someone else. Sorry, love. Might not even be in church. Do these remote places have churches? I don't know. Probably wouldn't be in Global Heart Church and therefore not here in Zambia doing the will of God for my life. I stepped out in faith and I believed and God came through. You know, there's lots of stories. We had, when we were building, we had a plot that we wanted for our, for our house in Australia. They open up the land, you can have a look. We even went and prayed over our plot. And we said, God, we believe this is the plot for us. We want our house to be hospitable, to be open, to be welcoming. And sure enough, on the day when they opened up the plots for sale, we got the exact plot we wanted. Out of hundreds of people vying for these plots of land, we got the exact plot we wanted. When we moved into our first rental after we were married, we wanted a secure rental above the ground floor with two car spots that were secure. Pastor Liam had been robbed. I don't know if he's told church this story. Not long before we were engaged, so we thought when we move, we want to have a secure parking spot. We got offered one house. It only had one secure parking spot. The other one was out on the street. We said, should we? Should we do it? One's, one's good enough. One's okay. And I remember Pastor Liam said to me, no, we're going to get that second one. He built my faith. So sure enough, we went to apply. Our friends actually applied for the same apartment and we got it. <laughs> I know, I shouldn't celebrate that, should I? But we got the secure parking spots just like we'd spoken out and believed for. You know, in church this year, we spoke out a few years ago that we would get some land, that we would grow, that we would flourish, that we would move on to what God is doing. And we got the land and now we've got the building happening, not quite yet. We spoke out a heart for the house figure for that building and we're slowly getting there. Still fulfill your pledge if you haven't. We still need it but we're getting there. You know, we spoke out that we want our team to grow that we needed more people to serve in the teens, that we needed more ushers, we needed more people in kids, we needed a girl on set-up Dennis. And we got her. I reckon a lot of you have been spoken out in faith. We've prayed for you to be here. We've believed that God will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail. 
We spoke out needing drummers, needing more keyboardists. Pastor Liam used to drum on a Sunday, then get up and preach when we first came. Dennis, you're an answer to prayer. Cherub, you're an answer to prayer for Ishmael. You know, I believe that God brings the right people at the right time, but we have spoken it out in faith. You are supposed to be here. If this is your home, then make this your home. We speak out in faith together this week as we pray and fast for things in our own lives, but also for things as a church. Speak out over the land, speak out over the provisions, speak out over the finances, speak out over the people that are not yet to come. But also find your place in that as well. You know, sometimes, and we talked a little bit about this, you know, even sharing these stories, I've got so, so many, but I want to encourage you I'm no one special. No, you're Pastor Lisa and you and God are, you know. I'm actually no one special. I'm just the same as you. You know, I was a young girl who committed her life to God. Who committed to loving him, to knowing him, to letting him change me and grow me. Who committed to building his house being at his church, encouraging people along the way. And it hasn't been easy. I've had ups, I've had downs. But I want to encourage you that it was trusting in God and believing in him that has helped me along the way. You know, I feel like I have a bit of a faith bank. I think we should all develop a faith bank. In that tough time, God, you did it there so you can do it again. As I'm speaking things out in faith, I've seen you do it, God, in my life. So I believe that you can do it again. When I have doubts, when I'm not sure, when I don't know what's happening in my situation, he's done it before in my faith bank so he can do it again in Jesus' name. You know, we don't just say these things. When you're declaring things in faith over your life, we don't just say them for the sake of saying them, oh, God, it'd be good if you could do that. It'd be good if we could get a building or see our kids' church grow. You know, some things are really scary to declare. Our heart for the house amounts. Scary. You know, faith for that job to come. Bit scary when we're so needing the provision. But I want to encourage us that we don't just declare things for ourselves. We declare them so that God's name can be glorified. We declare it so that we can give testimonies of the goodness of God. We speak things out in faith so that others can see God in our lives. It's not about us. It's about God's name being glorified and lifted up. 
And I was thinking on this, God knows the need. And then I think he waits for us to see the need. And then as we pray, as we speak it out, as we declare in Jesus' name, he fills the need. What is that thing of faith that you need to speak into being? Hebrews 11.1 says, Now faith is being sure of what we hoped for and certain of what we do not see. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. It's okay to hope for things. It's okay to think for the positive. But what is God prompting you this morning to speak out in faith? Matthew 7, 7 to 8 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. For those who ask will receive. Often we think, well, God knows my heart. God knows what I need. God knows my situation. I believe he's actually encouraging us. Ask, speak it out. Ask and you will receive. You know, what are we going to this week be bold and confident in declaring out in our lives? Maybe it's about your future. Maybe you're unsure about where God's taking you next. It might be a job. It might be your study. You might be unsure. Maybe it's for that healing. Speak that healing out in Jesus' name. Maybe it's for that business growth. Speak out the growth, the employment, the procedures. Speak them out in faith. Maybe it's financial provision. Maybe it's a, an improvement in relationship with people or someone. Maybe it's speaking things out over your family. That your family will grow and have faith in areas. Maybe it's speaking out for us parents. I am a good parent. I can do this. My children are gifts from God. They are called to great things. Maybe it's speaking out forgiveness, offense. Help me to have forgiveness, Father. Help me not to be offended and hold on to that. But I speak forgiveness. I speak character development. Maybe this week you need to be better with your thinking. Help me have a peace, God, over my situation. Help me to understand you more. Help me to hear from you more. Maybe that's your desire this week. But I want to encourage us in this week of prayer and fasting... Number one, speak something out of your life. I don't want that thing to be there anymore. Speak it out of your life. The second thing, speak and declare things with faith. What is that thing that you're going to God for this week? In faith, I believe God that this will happen. Write it down. 
The scripture encourages us to write the vision down, make it plain. I also think it's he doesn't write this so we can read over it and keep reminding ourselves. Write those faith things down this week. Believe with others. Share it in your connect group. Share it with friends. Ask them to pray over these things with you. And then last one, give God the glory. As I've said, it's not about us. We believe, we speak it out in faith, but ultimately it's to give God the glory for what he's doing in our lives. What are we going to seek God for in our situations this week? What are we going to believe for in our situations this week? And what are we going to declare will be done in Jesus' name this week? Colossians 3.17, I'm finishing with this. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Whatever it is you're speaking out of your life, do it in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is you're declaring in faith, if Jesus is in you, he will help you declare those things in faith. Do it in the name of Jesus.